Good evening, everyone, and welcome to the Big Blue Unfiltered Podcast, talking New York Giants football and the NFL. Here now is Ian Campbell, Brian Gallagher Jr., and Greg Rommel. Thank you, Kenny. We are uh, officially calling these uh, sad episodes now. This is a very, very sad day. There's not many things to be happy about with this Giants team. Um, not a very many things to be happy about with this podcast right now. We're missing two guys. I uh, want to congratulate <laughs> Greg. He's an uncle now. Oh, yeah. Uncle Greg. Brian's busy, but Greg is now... Uh, rumors of Greg quitting are not true. <laughs> um, being an uncle. Yes. So... We got me and Connor here today. Um, you can't question our dedication. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we're going to do another combined episode because schedules are getting real busy this time of year. Once we hit more winter, I think everyone will be a little more available. Yeah. Um, our goal this week is to get you a reaction episode within an hour of Sunday Night Football ending. We'll see if everyone's available for that. I can't imagine anyone has plans on a Sunday night other than being sad true <laughs> <laughs> and uh and then we'll get you our midweek preview episode for the maybe second win of the season maybe, maybe. but Ooh. let's break down this this mess of a dolphins game the final score does not tell you how bad it was i it is so hard to talk about these kind of games because i try so hard to just delete the game from my mind same and i only remember the good parts really and there's not many I remember Thibodeau's sack. I remember Thibodeau's sack. The Did picks. you know his pass rush win percentage is like three? Yeah, it's not great. Like he makes a good play, and I'm I'm backing off the guy realistically, but there are things to address. Like he's not making a play consistently enough to count as a top five pick. Yeah, he needs to play like a top five pick for sixty snaps a game, mm-hmm. not just fifteen, and make good plays. Then um, he's kind of getting bowled over in the run game. He's not really doing anything there. But he's the last thing we need to be concerned about right now. He looks like he's improving. So we'll we'll back off Thibodeau a little bit. It is encouraging to see that he has he's already tied his sack numbers from last year through what, five games? Yes. Which one of them was a cheapie. Yeah. Was a coverage sack. Mm-hmm. So um, you know, we can't count him. Everyone gets those. So we can't take it away from him. Yeah, definitely. Uh I've seen I think he's got like eight pressures too, something like that. Yeah, I'd like to see the pressures go up. That's yeah. that's more concerning. Yeah, it just shows that he's when he gets pressure, he tends to get there, but he's not creating pressure consistently. Mm-hmm. And speaking of the other, speaking of creating defense, pressures, well, I would pressures, say speaking of creating pressures, let's talk about Evan Neal. Yeah, <laughs> actually, that well, before we get to that, the lion, uh, Aziz. I mean, not helping on the other side. No. Hurt again. Yeah. Like Aziz and Jalari. This is getting, it's getting pretty old. I'm I'm over him. I'm, it's starting to be like that for me. I too. don't think we're getting Caleb. I don't think we're getting the number one pick. No. And I don't want to take May or Phoenix. No. There's, I don't think. Like, I, I don't want to take a dude whose last name can be Penis. <laughs> like, that's just principle. <laughs> How are you going to take a dude whose, whose name could be Mike Penis Jr.? It's like uh, a Sewell. Yeah, like penis sewer, like, and he's—I mean—he's a good player. Yeah, but it's just far enough away. But like Phoenix, it's very, very—it's like right there. It. You're pushing it. It's like like the Latinx version of penis, <laughs> Phoenix. It, but um, I, listen, I don't want a quarterback. No, neither. Do There's I. no point. They're just gonna die. We're gonna luck them too. Yeah, and I, I hope everyone understands what I mean by luck them. Yeah. We're gonna we're going to injure Daniel Jones into That's, retirement. That blows my mind. Yeah, he. 
Luck has played so many more he's games. He's played than Jones. basically four more seasons worth of games. And he and Jones already well, has three, more, really. Like ten more career sacks taken than him. Yeah. It's something where Jones has played like fifty nine games and Luck played like eighty six. Something like that. I mean, what are we doing? And and Luck got sacked less than Jones. At this point, it's like you, you have Jones with now a recurring neck injury. Yeah. At this point, it's like let's worry about the dude's health. He he can't. And I don't think he should play versus Buffalo. He's getting. I don't uh, care if he's healthy. I don't think he will. Well, they said it's not. Um, it's not a throwing issue. It doesn't affect his throwing. It doesn't you know affect his head turning. He's like, yeah, if I get hit, it hurts. It's like, well. Well, like, whoa, whoa, whoa. that's not a good thing. What? He should just take the week because they're not winning this fucking game. Yeah, and as dumb as it is to say with the way this team's played, the weeks after that, you could, if you know, if they, if everyone comes back healthy for that, I think it's, what, Commanders after Buffalo? Uh, why do I want to say Raiders or Jets? You might be right. But either way, what I, my point is, there's very winnable games there. It's commanders. You can beat the commanders. I mean, right now, no. Right now, but if you everyone comes back healthy. Like if you get Thomas, you get JMS, you get Bredesen, you get maybe Neil plays a league average to, or Pew takes over. See, you get Barkley. This is the thing about Thomas. I know you just mentioned him, so just while we're on this, yeah. Thomas, his injury seems way more concerning. Why is he not on IR? He should have just took the IR stint. And the fact that he's not practicing now, yeah, that's more concerning. Is concerning, and now that they're bringing in—I mean, I like them bringing in Leo Collins, but that just shows like that could mean like they need depth for Thomas because he might not be back until who yeah. God knows when. I mean, it would have been negligence to not bring in Collins anyway yeah, because of the state of your line. Yeah, and the fact that Evan Neal is a bust. Yeah, that's that brings up another point as to why they won't get the number one pick. Like, if they're trying to retool the fucking roster in the middle of the season, mm-hmm. they're not trying to go for the number one pick. Well, not even that. It's just... I, like, a bad team would just say, screw it and play with the players they have. If they take a quarterback that's not Caleb, he better be a stud. Like, you can't, you can't sign Jones to that deal and then move on to, like, the number three quarterback prospect. Or some guy you draft in, like, the third round. Yeah. Because not everyone's going to be, like, a Brock Purdy. And if they do get the number one pick, I still think Jones should be the starter next year. I think so, too. Because there's no reason to get Caleb Williams killed behind that line. No. He just, he'd die. Yeah. You'd get another Andrew, you'd get another Daniel Jones, basically. Yeah. Just getting killed over and over and over again. I am kind of glad to see though did you see jones pff rating for the week was like a 90 it was i think the highest offensive grade for the giants yeah i mean definitely not the whole game because and he was just kind of throwing dinks and dunks like he's not really he's doing what he can he threw two deep balls to waller that waller dropped the second one near the end zone i'll give credit to the defensive uh player that well was true and decent play but, but at there the was same another time, one that waller should have caught it does seem like jones is kind of trying to stay back there and make a play yeah but it's good to see that the casuals are kind of coming around on Twitter and they're like, all right, I don't like Daniel Jones, but like this dude, who, who could do anything back there? Exactly. Every, and like, even it's, the media is getting behind it. Like all the commentators, every it's really game, bad, every game. I listened, like, I was listening to the end of the game on the radio and uh, Bob Papa and Carl Banks were just like, they're like, what, what are they doing? They're not even like being announced. They, they went full and they're good at not being super biased. They went full bias. They were like, they basically were politely on the radio saying, what the fuck are they doing? I totally, I couldn't agree more. How does the line get, I mean, we talked about this last week too, but how does the line get worse? Coaching. It's all coaching. There's no way all the players on the line besides Thomas take a step back. It's coaching and offensive scheme. I refuse to believe that it's just Bobby Johnson. It's got to be Kafka. It's a combo of the two. And I don't, I don't want to blame Dable at all because I, you have to start looking at him though. I, yeah, you do, you do. It's basically like we're looking at the guys you hired, and if they go and the team is still a problem, we're coming for you. Yeah, <clears throat> that's true. It's going to be pretty interesting what happens over the next few weeks. This is like, yeah, after this game, I'd say the next game, like Buffalo. M- after Buffalo, Washington, yeah, the Washington. If they the look Washington like complete game? dog shit versus Washington, yeah. I mean, now Washington does have a solid D line, so tough. But I think if they 
And like I mean, the Jets have shit. a good D line too, and the Raiders have a couple rushers. So the next three week, the weeks after Buffalo, even though they're air quotes winnable, it's still going to be tough defensive lines. Yeah, who's going to cover Max Crosby when they play the Raiders? Well, he might. Uh, yeah, he'll line up on the right side. Maybe it'll be Pew. Maybe you can only hope. But and you, I've heard no word about him either. I mean, it's not like they're going to give a status of him every week. No, but. he's got to work himself back up and. And that and like if they if they were to get Collins, we wouldn't see him for another two, three weeks. You don't think so? No, they gotta learn the playbook and then get on the line and That's get in the game shape and That's true. Like you might see them rotate in here and there. I hope Pew's like given like pointers and so and something. I just hope that they're like league average. You can only hope. That's I mean, it. That's I, all I want at this point. They, I just want more than Andrew Thomas to be a league average offensive line. It really lineman. can't get much worse than this, so it it can't. I saw a um, a stat earlier today where everyone was saying, oh, the Giants line is bad, but the Patriots are even worse. How? They're wrong now. It changed. The pass protection ratings composite where they take PFF, SIS, and ESPN, and they scale it all together. PFF is like a 40% weight. SIS is 40 and ESPN pa- uh, pass block win rate. Mm-hmm. SIS, by the way, is a blown block percentage. That's... That's like what they, that's the stat. Yeah. Okay. And they're all scaled from zero to a hundred with how good you are. Okay. Uh, PFF, our, we had a zero out of a hundred. Zero out of 100? Yes. This is the, this is the scaling that they did so that everything's like an even scale. Yeah. Uh, The blown block percentage from SIS, four. Oh my God. And ESPN pass block win rate, 11. Oh my god, dude. For that a total to composite score of that, four. Oh my gosh. You have to try to do that. Mm-hmm. That has to be the worst offensive line ever. The Patriots, with how bad they've been, are a twelve. So the Patriots are three times better than our line. That's and how they're, bad it is. They're, that's how bad it is. And with the And past, then the next worst team after them are the Steelers, twenty nine percent. Jeez. Or 29, whatever the score is. They used to have a really good offensive line, too. Well, you know where Bobby Johnson used to work, right? Was it the Steelers? No. It was the Bills. Oh, the Bills. I thought, I thought. Guess oh, what okay. they, guess where they are on this Probably list? Probably like second or third. Two. Yeah, there you go. With an 87. That's insane. Obviously, the Eagles are number one. Yeah, no surprise. But, you what know. The Niners. The Niners five. are 21. Really? Mm-hmm. Wow. But that's because Shanahan knows how to scheme an offense. Yeah. And if true. Kafka knew what he was doing he would be able to scheme around our dog shit line. I'm sure it is better for Purdy to have a literal wall at left tackle as well. That Yeah, that helps. Like, and obviously, if Thomas was still playing, our numbers would be better. Yeah. But at the same time, it's it's not good. Like, you you can just see, you can see it in the run game. You got Eric Gray, 12 carries, two yards a carry. He, Matt Breida, two yards a carry. Like, these I guys can't go anywhere. I, I liked Eric Gray. He had his a, stats weren't good, but he had a couple no. of like decent plays where it's like, all right. He had he looked like he had a little burst to him. Yeah, but that's about it. Yeah, I mean, I'm not. I mean, I'm sure I'm not, with an average line, you'd be able to see more of Eric Gray, but it's yeah. not like a rookie running back could do anything either. But they clearly had no no depth going into the season. I mean, you know, Barkley's injury prone, and you go out there with Brita and um, Brightwell, Brightwell, who didn't even play. How long has Brightwell been on the team? Was he? I, I want to say this is his third or fourth year. Easy. He was. Yeah, he's been there before the Shane and Dable days, right? I think so. I was gonna say, like, when you have a third string running back on your team for this long, get rid of him. Just get a rookie. And draft a guy in like the fifth or sixth round. Yeah, just get a rookie. Your waste. That's that's a waste of a roster spot. Yeah, it's a waste of like actual money you have to pay mm-hmm. too. Like you could just give him a, some guy a rookie yeah. deal and it'd be cheap. We actually threw to Waller this week. Yeah, about time. Eleven times, and what do you do? He got eighty-six yards out of it. Yeah, I'm, and I'm and I knew they were, I knew that was going to happen too because yeah. he was all pissed off in the locker room after the after last yep. week. You know what really sticks out to me most about the offensive scheme? It's the fact that your best receiver is getting six targets for an average catch of three point six yards. That's insane. Wandale five catches, eighteen yards. How? And like, you, what routes are you running that he's only getting, like, three and a half yards a, ca- uh, a catch? And if you were if you were probably shown that, like, uh, how much their average, I should, never mind, like, his yards after catch would go into that. So, never mind. Slayton, average catch, 17 and a half yards. And I'm, I get you need a little bit of time to get open, but, like, the, I think the pieces are there. Like, 
Slayton's solid. Hodgins, 10 yards a catch. Shepard, 13 yards on one catch. Like the pieces are there to have a semi productive pass offense. It was there last year. Like, sure, we don't have a T. Higgins like we might next year, hopefully, in free Maybe. agency. Who, who wants to come play for us right now? But, you know, we don't have a DeAndre Hopkins who was available in free agency. Mm-hmm. We didn't do that. Who asked if he, if he, if he could, like, go mm-hmm. to if the If he Giants. could come play here. And Shane didn't even call him back. It really gives me Harper Cashman vibes. Now it looks bad. It's not Bryce Harper. He's not Bryce Harper caliber, but it's a bad look. Yeah. Not that Hopkins would have been, like, the fix for the line, but having a threat like that. Would have been better than, you know, Paris Campbell throwing the ball. To, yeah, exactly. Throwing the ball to Paris Campbell for two yards. Yeah. Fucking play. But the Dolphins offense looked good in their individual skill players. Tua didn't look great. Yeah. Tua didn't look great. They're two bad picks. You I, you want to know something? I This might be just a stupid take because I don't watch Dolphins games and maybe I'm wrong, but mm-hmm. I think Tua like gets a little scared of the pressure. Yeah. Cause like not like the pressure, like the bright lights, but like when the actual you, pressure. Yeah. Like Why wouldn't Lawrence, if I was two, I would too. Lawrence is like the best. Uh, uh, what was it? I think I saw this earlier today from PFF. He's like the highest graded uh, pass rusher on the defensive line. Yeah, I believe it. That's not like an edge rusher. Yeah, he's so, one of the best D tackles in football. Yeah, he has a better grade than Aaron Donald this year. Yeah, but, but the fifteen points doesn't seem like a lot when you're losing like the Giants have been. Yeah, you know, thirty-one sixteen. You look at it, you're like, oh, we're a bad team. I can handle that. But when you realize that nine of the points were on field goals and the other seven was a defensive touchdown, mm-hmm. what was it? We've scored one touchdown in the first half all year. And that was that pick six. Yeah. So really, you haven't scored a real touchdown. Mm-hmm. Like in a, the first half. One that you actually like went on. You didn't score a touchdown in the first half versus Dallas. You didn't nope. score one in the second half. Nope. See, that's four quarters without a touchdown. In the Arizona game, you didn't score until the second half. Mm -hmm. And that's Arizona. So if you take away, and you can't take it away, but you had, what, one, two, three touchdowns in the Arizona game. One in the 49ers game. You've scored four offensive touchdowns in five games. Does the offense really rely on Barkley that much? If your offense is that reliant on a running back, like you, you ha- you need to go back to the 1950s. Like I get Barkley's a generational talent, but like you can't. It it clearly looks like you revolve the offense around him. And I know there's injuries on the line, but at what point is it? At what point do you look at Kafka, and say, "What do you do here?" Yeah, like same it, with it, Johnson too. What what is he coaching? What is he's he coaching Kafka's now? scheme? I'm. You think that's that what it every is? team has an individual blocking scheme, and some have you know the same scheme. It's the it's the way that you. Greg would be able to give us more insight if man wasn't constantly on vacation. <laughs> <laughs> but um, every team has their own blocking scheme. Yeah, and clearly our guys have no clue what ours is. No, and I don't know if Bobby Johnson does either. I don't think Neil knows the playbook. I don't even know it's the playbook. I think he just has no. It looks like he has no football IQ. He looks like a guy who was bigger and stronger than everyone through college. And I, I just, I don't know if you're playing right tackle in college. How do you not see a guy that's to your right? How do you not look at him? Yeah. How did you, you got a guy to and your right? That's the, that's the play that's sticking out. Yeah, to everyone. The, everyone knows what that play. Everyone knows. Everyone's seen it. You he just lets a guy a go like who's supposed to pick him up in Neil's mind. Who is picking him up? Exactly. There's no one next to you. And then there's the people who are like, well, it's Jones's fault for not calling out protection. How about so, you look? How about you turn your head to the right about 30 degrees and you you'd see a I'm giant also, human. I'm also hearing this. Rush. I'm also hearing this a lot where people are like, well, it's Jones's fault. He's not making the right calls on the line. He's not reading the defense. And it's like I, I really have a hard time saying like thinking that a a kid that went to Duke, and I'm pretty sure he was like an economics or a finance major. He's not like an interior design guy. Yeah, he's not. He didn't go to play football. He he went to play school. Yeah, and what happened to be good at football? Mm-hmm. I have a hard time believing that a guy in his fifth year in the NFL would really that went to Duke would really struggle to read a defense and coached by David Cutcliffe and Eli Manning for a year. Yeah, like the, I I really. 
and have a hard time believing that he can't read a defense. I exactly that is so hard to believe. I think and I think DJ is, it- is neutered. I think the two years under Jason Garrett neutered him. I want rookie year DJ back. Sure. I don't give a fuck about the twenty fumbles. Bring Pat Shermer back as offensive coordinator. Yeah, I I think Shermer's with the. It was with the Broncos last I, I knew. With the team. I don't know where he is now, but I want rookie DJ back. I, I don't give a shit about the turnovers, but I'd rather have the guy throwing for 270 yards, three touchdowns, a pick, and two fumbles. Yeah. Like if you're gonna lose, at least lose when it, like and make it fun. Yeah. Like not not a not you know thirty to ten. Yeah. Or with a defensive touchdown. So hard to watch. Where you like would be okay with turning it off? Oh, he's uh oh he's an offensive analyst and assistant coach at. UC Boulder. Hmm. Oh, isn't that the Colorado team? Is that UC Boulder? No, that's isn't that just Colorado? Oh, uh, maybe I'm wrong. No, because I think Boulder's different. Oh, well, get him out of there. He was a good offensive coordinator, from what I remember. It's it's like uh, Miami, Ohio, and he was a solid quarterbacks coach, right? Yeah, I mean, everywhere he's gone has been a decent offense Besides in the NFL. I believe. Like, I mean, a lot of coaches aren't like leader leaders like that. Like obviously to be a head coach, you could you could be an offensive, defensive, yeah. like specialist and you know, better than everyone else and coming up with plays, but if you're not a leader like, like McAdoo. Exactly. But if you're not a leader, you're not gonna be a good head coach. Like you Also, be, fuck McAdoo. What? I knew Daniel Jones. Sucked. No, that quote that quote wasn't real. Was that a West Steinberg thing? Yeah, it was it was like a parody thing. Oh. Yeah. Cause I saw a tweet I rescind my statement then. Someone's I mean said, also still fuck McAdoo yeah, for the I mean, Eli bullshit. Yeah. But. You you coach an eleven five team and then you go three and thirteen the next season and then you play Geno Smith yeah so that's a whole other story yeah but, but I, I, there's just there's no way watching this team you you cannot have all of the bad talent no there's so, there's all something the bad talent out of the whole NFL like you have no every single one of your linemen even your backups is dog shit yeah like there's no way I I posted that um one stat in our group chat. And it was uh, the rankings of each position yeah. for the linemen. And I think our best was Glowinski, and he was like 65th out of 70. How is he the best lineman? Veteran. Oh. If you're in the league 10 years, you're just automatically going to be a step better than the kid who's been in the league a year and a half. Yeah. Well, yeah, I guess. But but there's no way that Bredesen is suddenly dog shit. Lemieux has gone downhill. Evan Neal is terrible. Like These guys look like they have no idea what they're doing. There's there's something going on other than talent. And if it's talent, then we need to look at Joe Shane. Yeah. Because you've drafted a pass rusher that's not there for the whole game. A tackle that does nothing. Two blue chip prospects, by the way, too. That the whole NFL was like yeah. consensus, like yeah. these guys are top ten drafts. Yes. And then it's like, oh, Thibodeau fell to five. He was supposed to go top three. It's like, okay, three and five. There's no difference there. No. It's just team need. Yeah. And people like Hutchinson better. And Hutchinson's proving that he's better. He's been great. But the Jaguars, like the, took, the Jaguars took what's his name? Uh, Trayvon Walker. Yeah, and he sucks. Is that his he name? hasn't done anything. I think that was his name. Yeah. But he hasn't done anything. He hasn't done anything. Line. Yeah. And the Panthers took Iquanu over Neil, and he's taking better steps. But Neil's still the out of coming out of college was the better prospect. Yeah. Yeah. So, I I mean, it looks like he's starting to, he, he might be the reverse Dave Gettleman. Other Just than Kadarius. Bad lineman. Well, other than Kadarius, Tony Gettleman nailed every first round pick that he had. Well, DeAndre Baker. That wasn't a first. Yeah, it was. No, it wasn't. Yeah. That no, was a second. We we did this like two weeks ago. No, it was a first. You're really they had three me, first round picks. really going to make me pull it up again. I could have swore. They he might have traded up for Baker. They had three first-round picks that he, one year. He might have traded up for Baker. And they drafted uh, Jones, Lawrence, and Baker, right? Um, I know it was Jones, Lawrence, and I I don't. I think they traded up for Baker. Yeah, they got, it was like the 30th pick, I think. He might have been right. But either way, he's been, for the most part, in the first round, money. Yeah, bottom line, he's been good in the first round. There is something, but his late rounds suck. I mean, you got Barkley, Jones. Uh, yeah, he traded up for Baker, Thomas, Tony sucks. But like, did he really have three drafts? I thought he was here way longer than that. No, but t- he was good at the top was, of the draft. Yeah, seems like Shane's better at finding guys later, but he hasn't be good to draft later. And 
you can't even make a judgment call on Banks yet. You're really judging last year's draft. So far, Banks has been so far so good. He's been very good. He still has a lot to work out, but he's a rookie corner. He's having a better rookie season than Sauce. Yeah, but Sauce picked up his stride in the second half. And his name's Sauce. Well, yeah, he was hyped out of the out of the gate. It's the only reason why. But I mean, anyway, he's a good player. But anyway, Tyreek dropped his nuts on us. A Chan dropped his nuts on us. Why? Speaking of Tyreek Hill, this just popped in my head immediately. I was so why mad was Hawkins Sauce. on him? Yeah, why are we playing press coverage on Tyreek Hill? It's not even no one over top. It's not even press coverage. It's why is Trey Hawkins on coverage there? That too. Why is Banks not just following him? Exactly. Get a Dory out of the slot too. The guy's clearly not comfortable there. Yeah. I don't know what they were thinking. I really do think they tried to outcoach themselves. They tried because McDaniel said after the game, it was a completely different thing that they expected. Yeah. The defense. They were expecting heavy blitzes all mm-hmm. day. I think, well, even the, the season in general, I, I I think they know last year they won a good amount of games because they outcoached the other team. Yeah. And I think this year they're trying to do it again, but they're getting cute with it. Like the offense with all these fucking wide receiver screens and shit. It's like, just throw the ball. Just run a normal offense. Also, nobody for a wide receiver screen to actually work. You have to have a guy who's got like legit speed. It has to be perfect. It has to be that. And you have to have fast. two receivers in front of him who can block. You have to have a line that can move. Yeah. Like it has to be a quick throw. Perfect on the spot. You can't have it this way because then he's got to turn his whole body. So many things have to go right for a wide receiver screen. 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 <laughs> where, where do we do screens? Um. So many things have to go right. If you're going to throw a screen to anyone on the team, too, it should be Jalen Hyatt. I'll even give it to Slayton or Wandale. He is the... Anyone but Paris Campbell. They're the shiftiest and fastest guys in that wide receiver room. Anyone getting the screens. Anyone but Paris Paris Campbell. Campbell. And Hodgins. I don't want Hodgins catching the screen either. He's too big to get... Unless if it's like you need a yard and he could like push forward. Yeah. Yeah. You run the other two receivers forward for three yards and you just dump it to Hodgins and he falls for a first. But if you want a screen to actually work, like you need a guy who's shifty and who's got like legit speed. Paris Campbell has shown none of that. No. I don't know what happened to him. He has shown none of that. But I I think they're trying to outcoach them their twenty twenty two selves. Yeah, it, it it's too cute. Like you have his uh, Thibodeau dropping into coverage all the time. Why? Just he should. You we had it. We moved a Dory into the slot. Like what are we doing? The the Thibodeau into coverage thing makes me so annoyed. It's like it's. I like, don't mind it once every like twenty plays to throw the like to throw a blitz package at them. Like you can have uh, Okereke come in on blitz and Kavon drops back in the zone. Yeah. But that's like that's rare. That's like a wow. Wink drew that up on on third and six. They didn't expect that. Yeah. But when like you're doing it, move. when you did it, I think they did it against the Dolphins like four times in a row. Yeah. It's like what are you doing? Why is he dropping back in coverage? I don't get it. He's not a coverage guy. He's a pass rusher. You drafted him to rush the quarterback. Like you're gonna drop Von Miller back in coverage? No. You, I don't. I don't. You can drop Micah Parsons in coverage now yeah. after he now moved to the end. Exactly. Like it, it's ridiculous. There's just. There's no hope. It really is that. It's we it's, did everything we should have as fans. We waited. We got the right GM. We got the coach. Why is it still raining? All off season. Just so much support. Yeah. We did oh, everything Dable. we should you have. Look great, Dave. Like training camp, Dable. You look great. Like yep. all these fucking things. Like, oh, the team looks good. Training camp offense looks great. Yep. Like, you know, offensive line looks we should have saw the offensive line thing coming. I Why is it still bad. raining? Yeah, literally. It's literally why? Why is it still rain? Why is it pouring? I don't mind a little rain. I knew that we might get a little rain. The why thing- is it pouring? Why is everything going wrong? What's it's, happening? It's just how it goes as a Giants fan. And you know what I can't stand the most about it? WFAN. Why? I don't listen. Everyone, to every host on there, other than Tiki, is a Jets fan. I don't like Tiki. I don't mind Tiki. As a as a because he defends the Giants, but you got the morning show. Boomer yeah, but, doesn't like the Giants. Giannotti doesn't like the Giants. They beat his Vikings in the playoffs last year. You got Lakata, who's the biggest Francesa fucking wannabe in the world. Salakata's a boner. Yeah. And Brandon Tierney, who were, they're basically the same dude. I watched their show like a stream one time on TV. I was like, who's fucking who? Like, who is who? They're both bald white dudes with glasses. Who's who? And. I- Lakata was the dude that was uh, when the Mets were in first. He's like, it's over. The division's ours. Uh, He's that dude. Uh, okay, I've seen that. Yeah. But all they do all day is, you know, just rip the Giants. And I, Tierney the other day, he made it. I, I guess it's kind of a good point because you think back to old Giants teams and every team had that, like, 
one leader. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, that's so rare. Like, how many NFL teams have one guy yeah, that's, like, a leader? every team to have, like, he, He's guy. like, the Giants are a leaderless team. Because Adori did an interview with them. He does a weekly thing with them. And he's like, who's the guy? And Adori was like, well, we got a lot of guys. And he's like, you're not saying anyone. That means you don't have a leader. And Adori's like, well, you know, Dex, McKinney, uh, you know, I try to do what I can. And on offense, it's Jones, Barkley, like, guys like that. And then they they basically were like they kind of roasted him a bit. And they were like, "We were respectful." It's like you were such a dick to him. Yeah. What? What's like if if that was a Jets player, they'd be like, "Oh, oh, oh you guys beat the Broncos!" Like, <laughs> like they wouldn't be able to get the guy's dick out of his mouth. All they do is hype the Jets, and I get it. Like you were hyped on the season. You're Jets fans. You don't have much to go for you right now, but neither do we. Like we're in the same past ten years as you. Yeah. We've had one playoff win. Like, we're paying for those Super Bowls. I get, like, we have the Super Bowls, but the past 10 years, we're in the same fucking boat as the Jets. Yeah. We're not some, like, goaded franchise like the Patriots who are now crumbling, who you can make fun of. We've been a dog shit team for the past decade with two fluke seasons mixed in. 2016 was a fluke. That was. And last year is starting to look like a fluke. Starting to, yeah. So that's I'm starting to get the 2016 like vibes all over again. But but I can't stand these guys who are just constantly hyping the Jets because they beat the fucking Broncos. Also, Rogers is gone. He's not here. He's not. He's gonna come back. He's got a different surgery. He's gonna come back. He's not playing. He's gonna come back and they're gonna beat the Giants. Okay. Awesome. Like, can it's the same thing. I see Eagles fans doing it still, and you know exactly which Eagles fan I'm talking about. It's not you, John. Um, for John when he's listening, <laughs> it's a certain older Eagles fan that we know. Every time the Giants play on Facebook, uh, and on he's on Facebook posting about the G girls and everything. Oh my and God. it's like, are you an Eagles fan or are you just obsessed with the Giants? It's ridiculous. Yeah, it's... like I, I get you want to see your rivals lose. Like when the Eagles lose, I'm like, great, that's awesome. Like screw the Eagles, but I'm not like I'm not out here wishing like dancing on the demise of these teams no i could i couldn't care less like when dallas loses in the playoffs i'm like i'll laugh at a dallas fan but i'm not you know dancing on their grave no being like your team sucks like yeah and i don't don't understand what we've done to people over the past 10 years nothing we have won nothing yeah for them to like hate us so much no eagles fans are the most nicest and they they don't never and yeah and they can say new york fans it's like and of course the average new york fans are a jamoke yeah but for the most part it's like what did like what's going like how do you not watch this team and then you're still like daniel jones is the problem it's like you're clearly not watching the team yeah you're just looking at the stat line after the game exactly so i I, I, there's so many things and i could rant on and on about so many different things outside the team the media but going back to the leadership thing the fact that he's that tyranny was like there's there's not one leader on this team like you know what and then they start talking after dory like gets off the phone not like hangs up at like the end of the interview and he's like well was strahan even a leader it's like oh like what what the fuck like what are you talking like you're are you just saying stupid shit to like jump on the giant suck train strahan's been on like good morning america for like what the what the last 10 years well why does he matter on the super bowl teams they were like was strahan like the leader on that team or was he a defensive guy why are we talking but it's football you don't most teams don't have that one guy most teams have like your quarterback and you're like pass rusher. Yeah. That's usually the two guys that that take over. But like why Who's why? the one guy on the Eagles that's the leader? Kelsey. I'd say Kelsey. Okay. The whole team looks to Jason Kelsey. Probably Hurts. Hurts. So the quarterback. Yeah. Hurts and I don't even know who on defense. Maybe like Fletcher Brandon, Cox. Cox or like Brandon Graham. Like those guys absolutely lead the defense. <laughs> and I'm sure that Jason Kelsey is a tw- he's borderline 20-year vet. Like the Hall of Fame, fifteen maybe something like that. He's he's gonna have a fifteen year Hall of Fame career. Yeah. To to blame the Giants for not having one of those guys on the team right now is so stupid. It's insane. Because how hard is it to come across a guy like that? Yeah. How often? How many teams in the NFL have fifteen year Hall of Fame players on their team right now? Probably three. Who? The Kelseys. The Kelseys. Uh, we'll we'll do like ten. Years. Ten-year vet. <clears throat> if you think guys who are gonna be Hall of Famers, um, it's a good question. Yeah, I'm you got to think about it. Yeah, I guess the Jets. Who? Rogers. Rogers. True. 
The team does respect Rodgers. Yeah. Uh, no, they treat him like he's Jesus. But C.J. Mosley's the defensive leader. Yeah. Sauce is the defensive leader. Yeah. Uh, Williams. Like, you could bring up even, you know, Mahomes. Mahomes is... Mahomes, yeah. But Mahomes and Kelsey, and then Chris Jones is the defensive guy there. Yeah. Like, the defense runs on Chris Jones. Yeah. So, to say that teams don't have one guy, or the Giants don't have one guy, is so dumb to me. One guy like, is never going to lead a whole 53-man group. Also, Saquon Barkley is the Giants. Yeah. Like, I say Saquon Barkley has as much influence on this team as Mahomes does on the Chiefs. Definitely. I agree. So, our one guy is Saquon Barkley. Mm-hmm. So, you want to pick one guy? We have it'd be, one it'd guy. Be Barkley. Yeah. It would definitely be Barkley. So, uh, it's so stupid to say shit like Does that. it also need to be a quarterback? No. Like, I feel like that's the point he was trying to make, too. Yeah, well, that's what everyone also said about Eli for years. Yeah. He's not a leader, and then all he does is in the locker room, everyone's like, yeah, Eli's our dude. Yeah. You talk to guys down, they're like, Danny's the guy. Mm-hmm. They Barkley, love Daniel Jones. Barkley loves Daniel Jones. Did you see? Darius Barkley? Slayton will fight someone over Daniel Did Jones. Did you see that clip of Barkley, like, yelling uh, at the fan? Yelling at the fan. During the Dolphins Because they were, like, laughing at Jones being hurt. And then it no people didn't know the context, and people were like, oh, the Giants are so bad, Barkley's yelling at fans now. Yeah. And Barkley immediately responded to the tweet. He was like, I was defending Jones. Yeah. Yeah. He was like, I was defending eight. Yeah. Yeah. This team loves Daniel Jones. I don't know how the defense feels about him, but every defensive player in interviews is like, yeah, Danny, we love Danny. He's the guy. I don't think it's, I don't think it's separated like the Jets locker room. I I think it's getting close. I don't think so. I think another couple games where the defense holds it together in the first half and the offense puts up like three points. I mean, McKinney's is clearly a problem. I think Dayball Dayball's too good of a leader to to let it get to like that. McKinney has been a problem with his comments. Yeah, he's been a bit of an. He's issue. clearly upset. But yeah. you know what? How about you play better? Yeah. All you did was bitch about money, and now you're playing like dog shit. Yeah. Like, I mean, you also did get ran over. Yeah. Ran, you, like that's your own fault too. I don't think he's on the team next year. I don't think so either. Especially with Shane's history of drafting defensive backs and like yeah. picking up defensive backs, it's clearly worked. Yeah, but. We can go on about this forever. Yeah. Let's move into our around the league, our news, um, some fantasy stuff, pickums, and Buffalo preview. So, around the league for the week, not too much happened. Yeah, a lot of injuries. Yeah, a lot of injuries. Um, Again. I'll, I'll leave that top one for last because we can go on there. But Jeff, uh, Justin Jefferson, James Conner. Devon Ed Chan and Trent, uh, Trent, Trent Richardson, Anthony Richardson, all on a uh, IR. Crazy. Do you think Richardson's a collarbone? A collarbone? I no, do. I think the way he went off. It's AC joint. Oh, so it's, a, it's still a shoulder. They already, they already uh, diagnosed. Him. Okay. He could be out like four to eight weeks. Yeah, yeah. The Colts are it's done. Like grade three. Yeah. I mean, Minshew's not a terrible backup, but no, he's fine. But he doesn't work in that offense. No. And it's going to be great for Josh Downs. But I think Minshew loves go. Josh Downs. Yeah. So if you're, you know, trying to make a trade in fantasy, go get Josh Downs. Um, Sergio Brown arrested after mother's death. Yeah, I don't know. That's you never want to hear something like that because that means the guy probably either was drinking a lot, went off the end, the deep end a little bit. Hopefully, he can get some help. Yeah. Uh, George Kittle is a American hero. Yep, for his fuck Dallas T-shirt. Yep, and now the you NFL, see the NFL is considering finding yeah. him. Yeah, what do you mean considering? They were probably like, "All right, we'll consider it." And they were like, "Yeah, I guess fuck Dallas," but like, <laughs> but fantastic man, George Kittle. Oh yeah, wish he uh, was our tight end and not Darren Waller. I, oh. I like Waller, but oh. I prefer Kittle. Oh. I'm sure. Also, a lot would of have rather would, had Sam Laporta. I'm sure, a lot of teams would prefer Kittle. I wanted Sam Laporta. Well, That's on, I, I am on the record of saying I wanted Sam Laporta I'd over. Have Darren Waller. I'd rather have Sam Laporta. All right. Uh, let's see. Broncos, Giants, Vikings, possible sellers. What do we think at the deadline? Uh, who were those six contracts that we have coming up expiring? McKinney, Adore, McKinney, Adoree, Leo, um, Shepard, Shepard, Paris Campbell, and Bredesen. Yeah. I move everyone but Shep and Bredesen. Shepard's not going to be on the team next year. Next year, no, but you let him ride out his year. Yeah, I guess. You you owe it to him. He's giving you everything. Yeah, that's true. Bredesen, you physically cannot trade away O-lineman. No. So he's got to stay. Mm-hmm. Paris Campbell, if you can get anything for him. I don't even know if you Just will. go get a sixth. I don't care. A, a conditional sixth. You get a seventh. Yeah, a seventh that can be a sixth if he, play, if he scores, like, if he gets, like, 300 yards. Yeah. 
and then Leo gotta go. Just eat the money. Oh, it's not like baseball. You can't really do it. No. I think they might just let him ride it out. Yeah, because no one will pay for him. And then a Dory. Someone will probably take a Dory because you always need a good corner. A contender probably should yeah, take a Dory. They should. And then um, McKinney. I mean, I, I'm i over him. I think he's replaceable. Yeah, he seems he's starting to seem like a Julian Love kind of guy to me. Well, they'll just let him go and he'll go to like the Broncos or something. Yeah. You know who I'd like to see move up and take his spot? Um, Hawkins. Yeah, I know they want Hawkins to be a D back, but I was seeing that Hawkins. He's got the coverage skills and he's fast enough, but he's not quite sticky enough as a D back. Yeah, I think he'd be great as a safety. And McKinney is the coverage safety, so he could transition. Yeah, but then you know you could go Pinnock and Hawkins as the guys with Belton as the third safety, Mm -hmm. and then next year you run out with Banks, maybe give a Dory another another year or two, make him the two corner or draft another corner. I think they will. I think they're oh they draft. you you should be drafting a corner in the top four rounds every draft yeah they unless you're a, desperate for other positions or lineman. somebody falls to you yeah you have to go cornerback and lineman yeah we I also think, I think we should take a linebacker or a pass rusher in with the top unless it's if it's not Caleb Williams if Thibodeau Okereke and Simmons are like decent yeah but you need another rusher yeah that's true I'm done with Aziz yeah make him a rotational guy make him Kiwanuka. That wouldn't be a bad. Just idea. come in once in a while on like NASCAR packages and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Leo can go. I like what we see with Nacho and Riley. Robinson and Riley next yeah. to Dexter. It's fine. I think. Yeah, I think they'll just do that. Yeah, yeah. You got three. You got four guys in there that are there next year. Let Leo go. Draft a D tackle in like the fourth. Yeah. For depth. But exactly. I I want the guys gone. Everyone but Shep and Bredesen got to go. I don't care what you get for them. It's going to be interesting. At the some, if you have no intention of keeping them, take whatever. I don't get why more teams don't do that. Like if you're at the deadline, unless you don't have an offer at all, if you know you're not re-signing this guy, why are you not just trading him for a seventh? Yeah. Like if you're in the That's Giants position, you're likely, likely not making the playoffs mm-hmm. unless you go on a run. Small chance. And you'll know by then if you're going on a run because deadline's what, after week seven? I want to say eight. And so you'll know by then if you're not beating Washington and the Jets or you're not competing with them, you're not winning. No. You're not. So you move those guys. Get a seventh rounder. If you're there, if they're not staying on the team next year, get a seventh rounder. You got to try something if it's not going to work. Yeah, because if you can somehow get like a fifth rounder for like Leo or a Dory, then you can package like that fifth, your fifth, a fourth and a third to like move up in like the second and get another quality player to replace them. Yeah. We don't need we're not in the position anymore where we where we need tons of guys. We need players. We need we need talent. I I couldn't agree more. You you need guys who are actually going to like contribute. And, and we've been saying you need depth, but, you know, the guys you're playing look like depth. They're yeah. not good enough to be starters. Yeah, you you go get a guy in the second that can take the starting job. Yeah. And you you know, you go out there next year with Okereke, McFadden, and Isaiah Simmons as your linebackers. That's not, that's not ideal to me. Yeah, you got depth, but like, you made them starters. Yeah, like simple as that. The whole offensive line should is, be depth. Guys. Is backup players. Yeah, yeah. I, like on any other team, they're backups. It's it's any not, other team. It's not fun. It's miserable. It's so, actually miserable. So the Buffalo preview. Um, we're going to transition real quick. Because this is probably going to be real quick because there's nothing. Well, there's not much to talk about this Buffalo game. They're minus 14. Not many people are going to play. No. If Daniel Jones did play, I don't think I'll even watch. He should not play. I mean, we kind of have to watch. I don't want to watch a guy die, though. I know, but we kind of have to watch. And I would like to see if Daniel Jones doesn't play. I mean, I will like kind of be excited about Tyrod Taylor just because like I like Tyrod. It'll also prove everyone wrong when Tyrod goes out there, throws for 100 yards in a pick and gets sacked nine times. He, it, the what the how many snaps did he play against Miami? Did you see like he was still getting laid out? Like yeah. he would come up and it looked like he was like playing the whole game. Yep. Like it's not. It's Tyrod's also injury prone. Yeah. There's a fair chance against Buffalo we see Tommy DeVito by the third quarter. Imagine. I would. I am imagining. <laughs> Tommy DeVito, the pizza man. Imagine. That'd but be so funny. Not really. I I can't. I can't see the value in playing anyone. If Jones isn't playing, there is no need to play anybody with any injury designation. 
can't play varsity. tank the week get through it healthy regroup on monday look at washington and say everyone's fucking playing this week what really sucks is they don't have a buy until week 13 yeah they could they desperately need a buy right now yeah they they need a break they 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 need to like reset everyone needs to go on vacation they they need to hit the reset button yeah this is this is terrible they need to hit the reset button after week one but they didn't that too but um i just can't believe thomas is still out do you think dable knows how to beat uh beat josh allen uh i think he does but i don't think there's much you can do yeah I mean, I could see Allen 250, two touchdowns and a pick. I could see, I could see like not like a game where Allen like puts up like, you know, 40 fantasy points. I could see the game we just saw this weekend. Yeah. 31 digs goes off. James Cook has like 120 yards. Allen has an okay game. Yeah. And we lose 30 to 15, nine points on field goals. And it's a fluke touchdown by like Daniel Bellinger mm-hmm. for like a yard. Mm-hmm. Probably won't cover either. No, well, that would be four. That's fifteen. Yeah. So we won't cover the fourteen. I know we won't cover the fourteen. They've never covered yet. Why? Why would they stop now? Yeah. Yeah, we're not really going to break down more than that. Other than, what do we want to see? Competence. I want to see competence. I want to see, see like competence. That's all I want to see. I want to see top, well, not top, but bottom above bottom five pass rushing for pass protection. For and the that week. is so much to ask for at this point. Yeah. Like, it is so sad to, it we're, is so we're, sad to ask for that. We're straight up asking for them to not be bottom five. That's it. Is that is that that's all it. it's going to take? Like, that's all we ask. Just don't be bottom five. Yeah. Don't get our quarterback killed. Yeah. Un, under center. Mm-hmm. Don't get him killed. Yep. This Simple. Is, we, I don't Throw Wandale the ball further than five yards down the field. Yeah. How about, like, let's see a stat line where receivers aren't averaging three yards a catch. Yeah, and then, oh, they're wearing their uh, color rush uniforms. It's like, that's fantastic. How about you win a fucking game? Yeah. How about you stop looking like shit? Well, they'll look good. Oh, you're going to look good while you lose. Physically, they'll look good. Yeah, great. Figuratively, they'll look like shit. Great. Guess who gives a fuck? Not me. Um. All right. So let's go right into our pickums because I cannot talk Giants football anymore. You're getting a headache. I am, too. It's it's nuts. <laughs> it's nuts how awful this team is. This is they're so bad. I don't think I complained this much. I don't think I even complained this much when they won three games. I didn't. I, I mean, I was I knew it was coming. I Eli think that's was old. Like, I think that's why it's well. Also, when they won three games, I'm sitting there thinking they're going to win six, seven games this year. Yeah, and they still, you know, underperformed. But I knew they were going to be bad. Yeah. This year, there's nothing but hope. You're expecting everyone again, to take a step forward. I'll say it again. We did everything right. We drafted linemen. We signed a quarterback to a cheap deal. We got them as much as they suck, receivers. We brought back coaches, more consistency. We took a center in the draft. We got speed on the in the receiving core. The defense has taken another step. We drafted corners. We got you know some decent players. We traded for a pass rusher in Isaiah Simmons. We signed the best linebacker we've had since Antonio Pierce. Why is it still raining? Literally. Why is it still raining? I'm under the awning, and it's still raining. I did everything right. Everything. Why is it still raining? I And I give credit to Shane for at least attempting. Yes. Or at least to show that he's not, like, ignoring what actually needs to be filled. Yes. Like, speed. Oh, and- other news. Lael Collins came in. Yeah, he did. So, hopefully and we get signed, him. Uh, I just want to. S- yeah, some, some loser from yeah. the Jets practice squad. <laughs> But that's not a good sign for Thomas because he's a tackle. Exactly. So that's basically telling me that they have no intention of signing Collins or they don't think they're going to get him. And they're saying, well, now we actually need to sign a tackle because mm-hmm. Thomas is hurt, hurt. That's what it seems like. But let's let's do a recap of where everyone's at with fantasy points, pickums, and and all that. So fantasy, uh, Greg is in fourth. After a solid week, not really. He came in fourth for the week with the number one pick, really not helping himself with the number one pick. He had Waddle, Breida, and Slayton. He's now at a total on the season of 104.7 points. I'm in third with a 36 this week. I had Tyreek, Hyatt, and Hodgins. Uh, I'm at 117.8. Brian's in second 
with a 34.6 this week. He had Achan, Wandale, and Braxton Berrios. Uh, he's at 128.5. And Connor, who cannot stop bitching about being, having the last pick, <laughs> puts up a 32.4 this week with Waller, Moster, and Durham Smith, Smythe, whatever, Cash God. to be in first with a 134.1. We're not going to do fantasy this week because we're missing two guys. Yeah, so we're going to skip a week. There. We'll come back to it <clears throat> after. Also, it's kind of depressing to keep constantly picking Giants players in fantasy just to be a, disappointed. Um, Pickums. Uh, Greg did not get Pickums for us this week. I, or if he did, I may have, I may have missed him. Um, I'd have to go back and check. Yeah, we'll fact check. Yeah, we'll check it. We'll post it on the on the IG and the the X. X. The so X. I hate saying it like that. <laughs> I still say Twitter. Yeah. Uh, Brian right now is 13 and 11 for a 65 win percentage. Good stuff. Connor, you're a 14 and 10 for a 70 win percentage. Good stuff. And uh, I caught you. I'm also 14 and 10 with a 70 win percentage. Good stuff. And Greg, um, before this week was 7 and 13 with a 35 win percentage. Or no, that, he did give us his picks for the week, I guess. I, yeah. Did he? For four weeks. Oh, or five weeks. Oh, oh. No, four weeks. That's through four weeks. Yeah, yeah. I have yeah. to do our week five. Yeah, we'll figure it out. I'll post the week five results yeah. on Instagram is what I'm saying. <clears throat> uh, parlays. We finally hit some. Yeah. If you bet our parlays, you would have won two of them. <laughs> Brian's parlay hit. A-Chan, anytime touchdown. Tyreek, anytime touchdown. Tyreek over 60 and a half receiving yards hit. Oh, yeah. I had Wandale over four and a half receptions. Mostert anytime touchdown and Tua over 270 and a half passing yards hit. Connor, two, Tua, two plus passing touchdowns. Waller, 40 plus receiving yards. And then you didn't get the Waddle 60 plus. So we had nine legs total this week. Eight of them hit. I wonder how much you'd make if you put. All, all of the legs that hit in the one parlay. All eight of them? Yeah. You could probably turn. I wonder what the odds would be. I don't know, but that would probably be like a $5 wins like a $1,000 bet. You think so? Probably. And we'll look at Brian's bets. He took Houston, money line. Indy, plus two and a half, hit. Jets, money line, hit. And over 52 and a half in KC, Minnesota. Beautiful. Let's hit, our, let's hit our pickups for this week. Connor, you picked these games this week. I think you picked some good ones. Yeah, I tried. I tried to pick, you know, ones with, you know, that have decent lines. I kind of went off that. Yeah. But um, all right. So Thursday night football, we have Denver versus KC. KC is ten and a half point favorites. Let you lead us off here. Uh, I'm going to start with I have Brian's picks over a text, but we do not have Greg's. He has to get back to us. So well, if he gets back before we post the graphic, too, we could probably just post the week six. One. I'll wait for him to get back to me before the yeah. graphic. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so who do you got? Casey, Denver. Casey's 10.5 point favorites. I'm going to go Denver. Going to go Denver to cover 10.5? Mm-hmm. That's ballsy. It Why? Versus Kansas City? Where are they playing? You have Denver versus Casey, so I think Denver. Actually, they might be playing in Kansas City. I was just going by what you wrote down. I think it's Kansas City. I can check. I think the team on the right. It's I at Kansas think. City. Shit. I changed my pick. Kansas okay. City. Okay. It was still yours. Kansas City. I'm also taking Kansas City for that reason. It's in Kansas City. Yeah. And Denver I, if sucks. If it was dick. in Denver, I would have taken Denver because of like divisional matchup, like yeah, all that stuff. Um, let me just write Brian's down so I don't have to go into my phone. Just go through Brian's right now. Well, I want to go game by game. Oh, okay. Okay. So the one o'clock Sunday games, you chose Washington, Atlanta. Atlanta is a two and a half point favorite at Atlanta. I'm going to go Washington. Yeah. If they can play anything like they did against Philadelphia, then they should win the game outright. I agree. I was taking them for the same reason. They have a good line. They should be able to at least contain Robbins or Bijan. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. I'm also not sold on Atlanta at all. Neither am I. I don't like Desmond Ritter. Brian did take Atlanta. Interesting. So the four o'clock game, Lions at Buccaneers. Yeah, Lions at Buccaneers. 
Detroit is minus three. I think I'm going to go. Ooh, that's tough. I'm going to go with Detroit. Same. Mike Evans may not play. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Brian also took the Lions. Yeah. Then we have the Sunday night game. Oh, boy. Bills minus 14 in Buffalo. Redacted. <laughs> the pain. Uh, I'm going to go Bills minus 14. Same. I think this is the first time I'm fading the Giants. Brian took the Giants. Interesting. I We'll see how that works out for him. <laughs> Could be risky, Bob. Yeah. Uh, Cowboys at Chargers. Dallas is a two-and-a-half-point favorite. I like this game. Yeah, but I'm going to go with the Chargers. Okay. Did I take all the favorites this week? Uh, I think so. I hate that, but I'm going to take <laughs> the Chargers. I'm taking Dallas. Okay. I think the Chargers are just one of those teams that constantly disappoints, and Dallas coming off of that loss is going to want to try to prove something. Yeah, that's true. I didn't even think about that, but yeah. I'm keeping my pick. Brian took the Chargers as well. Okay. So. Okay. We're good there. I like that. Yeah. Like um, that so parlays for the week. Same game parlays. I'll go Brian's first. He's got Diggs over 69 and a half receiving yards. He's got Dawson Knox anytime touchdown. Uh, Jones over 29 and a half pass attempts. He said he also specified or Tyrod, depending who's starting. Okay. I, I like that he's going either quarterback. New York Giants quarterback, I'll put it down, over 29.5 yeah, attempts. New York Giants quarterback. Yes. I think I'm going to go. Um, who was the tight end that the, the Bills just drafted? Kincaid. I'm going to go Kincaid touchdown. Uh, I'm going to go James Cook over. 90 total yards. Okay, I like that. And I'm going to go Wandale over four and a half catches. Okay. You are up, son. I'm going to go Josh Allen uh, over 249 and a half passing yards. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to go Gabe Davis over 39 and a half receiving yards. Babe Davis. And then I'm going to go with James Cook anytime touchdown. I like it. One more segment for everyone. Brian's bets for the week. Ding, 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 ding. Some music. (laughs) (laughs) Cash register sounds. Ka-ching. Ka-ching, ka-ching. He has Bears plus two and a half against Minnesota. Bear, wait, what do you have? Bears plus two and a half against Minnesota. I like that. Fields has been playing well. Yeah. Texans money line against New Orleans. Okay. That he has Jets plus seven against the Eagles. Yeah. I think the Jets I don't like get that. stomped. I don't like that at all. I think they get stomped. I think Jets fans comes back down to earth this week. The Jets have never beaten the Eagles. Never, ever. They're like 0-12 against them. Yeah, they're, they're going to come back down to earth. And then over 43 and a half in Lions-Bucks. I like that. I do too. I would parlay all of those except the Jets one. He likes the Texans a lot. And these are straights. This is not a parlay suggestion. These are straights. Just straights. I like the Texans money line too. Yeah. I, I like Stroud. The Texans last week. Yeah. And they which didn't is hit. Good, which I like that pick too. I do too. They're all, they're dogs all the time. Yeah. And they're a team that can win at any point. Their, co- their head coach, what's his name? D'Amico Ryans? Yeah. He's, he's shown he can be a pretty good coach. And Stroud's legit. Yeah. Stroud looks good. Yeah. All right. Before the Bills game, give us. One player, not obvious, on offense and defense that you want to see have a good game and think that if they have a good game, we might be able to cover. Hawkins. Okay. And, I mean, I don't want to say anyone on the offensive line. I'll go Paris Campbell. Okay. (laughs) Maybe he can have a good game for once. Yeah. I'm going to say on offense, Eric Gray. I like that. I'd like to see him get, you know, 12 carries, 60 yards. Yeah. I'd like to see some more out of him. Yeah. And Show then be a backup for the future. Yeah. And then defense, I want to see I want to see Leonard Williams get it together and stop looking so old. Yes. Yeah. Yes, I agree. He's looked a little shaky. Looks a little looks a little old. Yeah. A little washed. But um that's uh 
that's the end of this sad episode. Yeah, that's. I episode, uh, fully expect I to see everyone in another sad episode next week. Yep. And then, uh, then after that, we'll start possibly talking about winning some football games. Yeah. But even then, it's a little risky. If we're here, if the podcast exists, exists next next week. Yeah. Maybe another forty to nothing loss might just take us out. Yeah. But once again, the audio we played at the beginning of the episode is just about how we sum up the season. Why is it still raining? <laughs>